All I want for Christmas is to listen to the Poetry Boys podcast with Tola Makonjuala. Hey everyone, welcome to the Poetry Boys podcast with Tola Makonjuala. Um, it's almost Christmas. Woo! And we have two wars. Woo! And people are dying by the thousands. Woohoo! And we have a cost of living crisis. Yeehaw! Whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah, come on! And, uh, yeah, the world is in turmoil. Fantastic. Um, <clears throat> so, 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 so. I've been watching, watching, watching on Netflix. It turns out that Netflix is not that bad. Right, so they have a lot of good documentaries. I've been watching uh, this one called, I think I mentioned this last week, called Roman Empire. Then I went on to watch um, the Samurai Wars that occurred in Japan around the 16th century, I think. Um, then I went on to watch World War II um, from the front lines. Absolutely incredible in terms of the documentation of, um, I suppose, the entire war. Uh, very well made. Um, it's colorized, so it's like taking a lot of black and white footage and um, brought them to life, basically, through colorization. It's fantastic. Really brings the whole story to life. And then I saw, I think it was yesterday or the day before, I saw um, Stamped from the Beginning, which is a documentary about the history of racism from you know, 1444, when when the Portuguese um, started gathering slaves, or gathering black people from Africa and making them slaves. And then I saw... Well, I'm currently watching the Ottoman Empire, the rise of the Ottoman Empire. So this is um, I'm at the point where they're trying to capture Constantinople from Constantinople the 11th. <laughs> I didn't know there were 11 of them, but yeah. Um, why am I telling you all this? Well, I've been watching all of these, and it turns out that human beings suck. Right, so. I started out the podcast with some dark humor. Oh, two wars, you know, cost of living, you know, lots of atrocities going on, lots of death. Um, but it turns out, as it happens to turn out, um, we've always been this way. Probably worse. Probably, I don't know if we've been worse. I think a lot more was tolerated. They didn't know a lot back then. They didn't know what we know. Perhaps that's the excuse that they have. Maybe they have an excuse that we don't have. We don't have any excuse. Not really. Um, the the two wars completely man-made. <laughs> I mean, wars are man-made, but these ones, these these two wars are like well, you could you could stop them today if you wanted to. Um, but we. We love to kill and oppress and lie 
and be tyrannical. That's, that's what we do as human beings. It turns out we've always been this way. Um, I was watching the black, the the stamped from the, the the one about blacks being oppressed and all that. And of course, being black, I go, well, that's that sucks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's it's not nice, you know. It's, feelings got hurt, you know. It's like, come on, it's not that bad. <laughs> Um, but within the context of the documentaries that I've seen over the past, let's say, two weeks, um, it's nothing particularly new, right? So here's a bit of history from someone who's not an expert. Uh, so slavery, the word slavery derives from the word or derived, is derived. <laughs> I'm such an expert at this. The, the word slavery is derived from the word slav. It's an Eastern, like, uh, Eastern European, uh, group of Eastern Europeans called Slavs, right? So that's where the word slavery came from, or slave. Um, when the Portuguese landed in Africa and started gathering my people, <laughs> Um, they, 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 the emperor or the king realized that, well, it's better to capture blacks than Eastern Europeans because when Eastern European slaves escape, um, they can blend into society and it's hard to determine who is who. Because that, that, that's, I've always suspected it's not, I've never had the suspicion, I've always known, because it's obvious that the reason I stand out in a crowd is because of my skin color, not because of my, not necessarily because of my height or my abilities or my flaws, it's just because I'm black. Right, so he, 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 was, he was an innovator. <laughs> he, had, he had a lot of foresight, was like, oh wow, if uh, we capture, if we use blacks as slaves, that when they escape, which they, they're bound to do, because we treat them horribly, um, we can easily identify them and capture them. So that was pretty novel. Um, and aside from that, um, and, and because of that, a lot of um, myths around blacks evolved from that particular instance right so obviously we know that you know there's a lot of mythology about as to blacks being more violent more aggressive um a lot some that i didn't really know from just watching the documentary that um oh was it documentary doc who so it's kind of like a journalistic sort of reporting sort of thing documentary is more you know archival image and stuff like that which they did have but it was beautifully illustrated with drawings and animations and what have you anyway what else did they talk about well the hyper sexualization of black women to justify the rape of black women um the 
again, I, like I said, those the myth of violence. Um, the part that I didn't know that I actually knew of was the fact that after the um, the slavery was abolished in the U.S., blacks did really, really well. You know, the the own land, built universities. They they just excelled almost immediately, <laughs> which is which is like yeah. If you don't oppress people and you empower them, they usually do well. It's like who would have thought, right? And of course, the whites, the good old whites, were jealous and they decided to lynch blacks and lie. You know, also the myth. Yeah, there's another myth. The myth that white men love to rape. Uh, Black men love to rape white women and they fetishize over them and what have you. You know, so all sorts of just... And and where am I going with this? I think the black oppression, the oppression of blacks is particularly insidious because it's um, it's been done for such a long time, over, over 500 years at this point. Um... It's ingrained in the narratives that the West has taught itself, you know, um, and that makes it, like I said, particularly insidious. And the fact that we have this color distinction means that you can't really hide from the crowd, so to speak. So... Does that make it worse than what other people are going through? I mean, I think that's the point I'm trying to make. I think because we've been so horrible to one another from the very beginning, forget the race then, forget uh, racial discrimination. Watching the history of Rome, what the emperors did to their people, did to their siblings, (laughs) did did to slaves and not black slaves like actual like you know fellow whites you know they'll throw them into coliseums and burn them on stakes and feed them to lions and destroy everything that they own and everyone that they love oh they've been doing this for millennia over and over again so the romans did it um the ottomans well, right now I'm at the point where they're just bombing the hell out of Constantinople, and of course the the soldiers are fighting one another. And what bugs me is the fact that there's so many dead warriors throughout history. History is littered with the body and the blood spillage of dead soldiers, just people that you never. No named individuals. They just they just stepped on the battlefield and they died. Some almost immediately is like, oh, I'm gonna defend Constantinople. Slice this throat and his gun. <laughs> it's crazy. History is littered with that. With the with with uh, the bodies of soldiers of warriors. It's uh, so I I go. Yes, it's it's bad what happened to us, or what's still happening, and it's slightly different because we're easy to spot. 
Oh, you can't hide from being black. If you're black, you're black, right? It's, it's, you know, you're quite distinct. But I still maintain that it's just uh, an extension, so to speak, of human depravity to treat your fellow human beings just because they don't look like you like shit. It's just, it's just a basic fact that we've been horrible to each other and will continue to be. The the myth, the greatest myth is that because we've evolved through technology and enlightenment that um, we are somehow better than we used to be. I, I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> I think it's more tempered, for sure. There are less wars than there used to be. Well, there's still wars. And the wars that have been fought are still being fought for the same old reasons. It's about power. It's about the dehumanization of the other right so as far as i'm concerned it's like you can have all the ipods and iphones and ai shooting out of your ass but <laughs> when it comes down to it man we're still we're still human we still compete we're still jealous uh we still betray we deceive the real innovation for me came when Christ came. When Christ came, he was speaking about love, tolerance, turning the other cheek, love your neighbor as yourself. Those those are the values that can help us transcend our depravity as human beings. Nothing else. Forget AI. <laughs> What's AI going to do? It wrote jobs. I mean, come on, give me a break, right? It's like, that's what it's gonna do. It's gonna it's gonna make people. It's gonna display displace um, workers, and it's gonna make people more resentful of the other, and they're gonna point fingers, and then there's gonna be a war of some sort, civil or otherwise. I'm not saying the AI is all bad. I think it's incredible technology, but it's not gonna save us. It's not. No, technology doesn't save. Medicine saves, saves lives, literally, you know, up until the point where you do have to go, then there's nothing you can do. But medicine makes has made life incredibly more tenable, at least in the physical sense. Um, is there any cure for the mind, for the, for the soul, for the nature of hum human beings? No, no. Except for what Christ, I'm not, I'm not preaching by the way, I'm just... I'm, 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 this is what I believe this is what I believe and this is what I feel I don't necessarily expect anyone to buy it probably think I'm talking crap but it's, and it's also just a theory as well because faith is based on what <laughs> what's not necessarily um, you, can, you can experiment with it and you can draw inferences or whatever but you can't it's not one plus one equals two yeah it's not it's not logic right you just have to kind of throw your hat in the ring that's what faith is throwing your hat in the ring and going well okay what other choice do i have caligula i haven't the terrible adolf hitler <laughs> anti-semitism islamophobia racism is that's that's what we have now I'll, I'll, look i know faith is not the easiest thing to grasp but 
I, I don't see an alternative. As far as I can see, we're just terrible. We're terrible, 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 and we need to be redeemed. Um, so, so yeah. So go to church. <laughs> um, it's not very Christmassy. It's been it's been a long. I've been blabbing for a while now. So it's not very Christmassy. What's what's Christmassy? Let me see. Um, well, I went to the clinic. Like uh blood test. I want to do a blood test today. Uh what was it? Friday. And I booked I called in, I called the, the hospital and I said, Oh, I need to do a blood test. My doctor asked me to do one. Um like I said, I'm why am I going into so much detail? I'm trying to be healthier, like eating less sugar, going to the gym. So they want to make sure that my blood my blood sugar and all that is is pretty good. So um I'm I had to do a blood test. Anyway, it's very personal. I hate I hate being personal, but background. A little background doesn't doesn't hurt. Anyway, I uh I called in. I said, Oh yeah, you can book online. So I booked a line for it was nine o'clock and I booked for nine fifty two just so I could get ready. Anyway, I stepped out and I was thinking in my mind, like, oh wow, like how how convenient it's almost immediate less than an hour when i called i can book an appointment and get us get us done and get on with the rest of my day also i was really impressed <laughs> you, you you know it's not gonna end well anyway i get to the clinic and i say oh yeah my name is uh desmond tutu i'd like to you know I'm here for a blood test. And I was there maybe like a minute later. I was, I was, I was there for 9.53. And my name was not on the board. Wasn't even on the board. And the guy was like, oh yeah, um, we're running quite late. It's going to take a while. Um, Have a seat. So I took a seat. And there were a lot of people there. And 10, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Suddenly, everyone that was there before me has gone. Let's <laughs> go 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And suddenly, new folks started to come in. And they start to go ahead of me. And I'm like, nah, this can't be right. So I go up to the guy. And I go, dude, um, am I going to be sane at all? Just, you know, let's, let's test the waters. And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit, it's just, it's been a really busy morning. You're going to get seen. So I sit back down, and more people started to stream in, and they started to get seen. <laughs> they get the seen late, objectively seen late, because, like I said, a lot of people um, were there before I got there, who ideally would have been seen before nine fifty two, because they were there before me. So yeah, they were late, but these people had already been seen, and new folks were coming in and were being seen. So I walked up to the guy again, and by at this point, it's like an hour in. <laughs> so you can imagine that I'm going, well, it was too good to be true. I booked uh, an appointment for 9.52, and it's 10.50. Why would you make that appointment available if it wasn't? Deception. Deception is like all just incompetency, inefficiency of the system. I'll go with the latter, just because I don't want to be too cynical. 
Um, but I was like, yeah, I was like, why, why make it a thin if it isn't, right? Why, why make 952 a, 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 an option if, you know, I'm going to be seen an hour later? Anyway, I woke up to the guy and he's like, oh, you've been here for a while, haven't you? It's like, <laughs> no shit, man. <laughs> I then, he then checks my, my name on the list and he presses a button or something. I think he forgot to check me in. <laughs> and by the way, this guy was black, right? So, why why am I mentioning the fact that he's black? Well, black people we treat each other like shit. We don't need white people to trust each other. We we treat each other like shit. Let's 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 be honest. Let's be frank. If you can't be honest about it, then I don't know what to do for you. But he then pressed a button, which means he forgot to press that button, even though I'd gone up to him once. I saw that my name come up on the screen, like, oh, oh you're going to be seen now. <laughs> yeah, and I got seen an hour later. Uh, yeah, if it was like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and you could say, oh, yeah, you know, high demand, whatever. Everyone had the same idea of getting here on time so they can get on with the rest of that day. Um, an hour is not, is, there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for it. It's, yeah, if it's not available, it's not available. Don't. Don't make, don't lead me on. What's what's wrong with us? Is oh well. Um, again, that's not very Christmassy. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm very depressing. I know. I know. Um, we we went to a. <laughs> I think there are three kinds of parties, right? And I want to make this perfectly clear. Um, not every party is for the purpose of celebration right so there's that kind there's a celebratory party there are three kinds of parties there's a party where you go with people that you love your family your friends and you celebrate with them you know a birthday party a wedding a naming you know just a gathering a lovely gathering then the parties the political parties where people gather to consolidate power so we have celebrate that's the first type of party and we have the consolidate party which is the political party you're not really having a lot of fun you're just trying to gather power and influence for yourself and for your party you know for the guy who leads your party if it's if it's a Republican, then it's Trump for some reason. <laughs> if it's Democrat, then it's Biden. Apparently, um, we don't know how long it's gonna last, but that's the idea. And then there are parties where you tolerate or you condone, right? And I put office parties in that category because, first of all, no one likes the colleagues at work. <laughs> It's just you may one or two, maybe, maybe, but for the for the most part, you're partying with people that you work with, that you're competing with, that you that you're writing passive aggressive emails to. You're you're partying with them, and you expect to, and that's fun. <laughs> no, that's that's the type of party where you're condoning. Uh, those around you, you're tolerating them, you know. So we went for this party. My, my wife had a had a 
had had a, a on office party. So we went we went together, you know, as a couple. La la, you know, very nice. And immediately I was just like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> it's like, just everyone was fake. It was pretentious. Just weird vibes, man. <laughs> it's like, we don't need to do this. You know, where do you guys work together? Just go home and go to those you love. Why are you, why are you regathering with people that you can't? I, I know you can't stand each other. I, it's It's blatant. <laughs> it's obvious, guys can't stand each other why why are you doing this it was, it was hilarious so um so while i was there i came up with the three with the um three categories celebrate consolidate and condone i thought i thought it was i thought i was like wow this is this is a good use of my time <laughs> just watching people being uncomfortable and it was great i don't mind going to an office party that's not mine because I'm like a, I'm like a fly on the wall. They don't know me. I'm, my wife's plus one, so I get to just blend into the background. Hey, look! Even if I'm black, I can blend into the background. That's that's crazy. That's good. That's like full circle. I may not be able to escape as a slave in a white country, but I may be able to blend into a party, an office party background. Yes. That's that's the key takeaway. So if <laughs> if slavery comes back and you know the stab, so you know oppressing black people, they want us to pick. You know, uh, I don't know what what what's what's the what's the main commodity now? Uh, computer microchips. I don't, <laughs> so do they grow? I don't I don't bloody know. That's stupid. What's the main what's the main commodity of the twenty first century? Information, right? Data, right? So if they just lock all black people in a warehouse and say Mine for data, motherfuckers. Um And I wonder and I'm they're like whipping us with you know you know, they're whipping us and the and I and I say, I've had enough of this, I wanna run. So I escape. And I'm sorry about white faces. I'll just head. I'll head immediately for the office party. <laughs> I'll, 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 just, I'll try to locate an office party nearby. And uh, yeah, and I'll blend in. It's not mine. So oh yeah, yeah it must be someone's plus one. I'm not a slave. You're you're, you're a plus one, not a slave. That's how I blend. I blend into the background and and I win my freedom. That's so stupid. Anyway, um, it's Christmas for some reason. Uh, I don't. I don't imagine a lot of people are having a wonderful time of it. As I said, uh, love horror, love misery. World War Two was. Or <laughs> right, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. But yeah, when when the Allies won the war. There were two things that occurred to me. Um, that they were going to go back to their old ways of hating black people, which meant that the whites were celebrating, but the blacks weren't. Which kind of was kind of amusing in a dark way. Because like, oh, we're fighting for the freedom of everyone, but you. <laughs> You're not going to be free. Um, 
but on a serious on a more serious note um yeah the atrocities the germans and the japanese uh, uh uh the atrocities that the germans and the japanese perpetrated um unbelievable unbelievable you're like how do you get to this point of barbarity you know they, they showed they showed you know the video clips of bodies naked bodies dead just stacked up i'm just like what what i mean I've, i mean i know world war ii history up to a point and i've seen i know enough i've seen images i've seen i've heard stories i've watched documentaries it doesn't get any less shocking it doesn't get any less shocking the the depths to which um hum, humanity sunk during that period of time it was just horrific horrific and ironically since we're doing it all over again you know in in palestine and in um sorry in, uh, in gaza to more specific uh in gaza and in ukraine just butchering butchering of human beings and you go what's the we, we didn't learn we didn't we didn't take away anything of value from from what happened back then we always seem to dehumanize one another. And once you take away someone's humanity, then you can justify any actions against them. You know, so... Um, it's Christmas, guys. So, um, the good thing about Christmas, the great thing about Christmas is not about family and friends, although that's still nice. It's about the message of Christ. You know, let's, let's, let's be frank, right? So... Let's let's be serious. Let's be really serious. I think the coming of Christ was something unique in history. Whether it was literal or metaphysical or whatever, hope transcending evils, transcending bitterness, anger, jealousy, pride, tyranny, arrogance hatred you know all, all the vices that destroy hum, human beings from the inside and out that was that's the message of Chris, of christianity of christ to transcend all of that to be better to be humble that's why that's why christ came that's why christ came to um to spread that message at the very least to spread that message um hopefully we can redeem our souls to some degree i don't know it's 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 a hard it's a hard it's a hard life out there um but on that note have have a wonderful christmas if you can don't forget those who can't who are not in a position to to even contemplate a good time who have lost their loved ones think about them reflect but also, you know, thank God for your lives as well. You know, it's not, it's not granted. It's not, it's not given that, you know, that your life should be considerably better than someone else's. Because we're not better than, than each other. That's, that's what we always seem to 
uh, forget. We always just think we have something over the other person. Oh, I'm taller than you. I, I say that a lot. <laughs> I'm taller than you. No, I don't. Uh, smarter. I'm whiter. I'm blacker. I'm browner. Whatever. I'm better at math. It's like, okay, yeah, fine. Let's celebrate our differences. Let's uplift one another. Um, that's the message of Christmas. Through Christ's hope. Uh, if if you don't, if if that's too religious for you, then um, then you haven't lived. <laughs> you haven't lived. Have a great Christmas, everyone. This is gonna be the last podcast of the year. I'm gonna switch off for a little bit to recharge. Gather, gather the troops for battle. That's a bad analogy after all that spouting of goodness. I'm gonna gather the troops for war for January in a good way to you know, achieve some good things. And if there's a way to make the podcast better, I'll see what I can do. Uh, otherwise. Have a great one, guys, and catch you in 2024 by God's grace. Peace and love.